Hey guys, welcome back. Um, we've had a bit of a hiatus on the on the potties lately, so welcome back, welcome back. Um, it's not that we haven't had anything to talk about. It's fucking isolation life, um, which has got the better of us here at here at the podcast world of Stephen's view. Now, if you haven't heard my podcast before, I'm Stephen. Um, I generally just talk about shit that's on my chest, and I use this platform to be able to um, just express my my feelings and my thoughts on different and many different topics related to business, to life, to fitness, to people, to politics, to whatever, um, uh, conspiracy theories, you know, that sort of shit. So um, I'm not going to apologise for being a swearer. I'm a swearer by nature. Um, you know, that's, that's how I am. If you don't like it, you're probably going to want to switch off now. Um, you'll probably hear a few fucking F-bombs and the shit this and um, you know, and if I start getting a bit emotional about, like, you start feeling that tension between me and what I'm talking about, then you'll, uh, yeah, you'll understand. So, um, today's potty, um, is going to be, um, sort of a mix of things, really. Um, we're going to try and squeeze as much as we can into this podcast. I'm going to start with Scott Morrison, I'm going to start with the Australian Government, and I'm going to start with Peter Gutwin. Um, I'm going to start with those guys um, because I don't think they're doing a great job. I don't think I don't. I really don't think they're doing a great job. Um, I think a lot of people are going along with it because that's the way they're supposed to be made to be felt. I, uh, you know, to be felt uh, safe, to to feel um, cosy uh, under the new laws and, and regulations uh, around COVID-19 essential travel. Um, only going to the shops when you need to go, going to buy what you need, not what you want. Um, you know, really taking the consumer out of consumerism. Let's just put it that way. Uh, so I don't, I don't necessarily agree with everything that ScoMo is doing. Um, there is a vast, a vast population of Australians who also agree with me, and there is also a vast majority of. A vast uh, a population of, of um, Australians who who love what ScoMo is doing and what and there's vast men Tasmanians that are loving Peter Gutwin. Um, you know, I I looked at let's just take someone for example. The other day I looked at um, uh, Daniel Andrews, Victorian Premier, seventy five percent approval rating. Are you kidding me? People actually love being locked up in their homes. People actually love it. Love it. That's madness. It's utter madness. People are actually accepting the fact and they're actually loving it um, to be locked away in their homes and only allowed out when they have to go to the shop. Um, and loving the fact that they can dob on each other if they, if, they, if they see someone not obeying the rules. Let's get one thing started. Um, you don't have to obey the rules. You can't be fined for not obeying the rules because... It's your human right to go where you like and do what you like freely. That's is your human right. That's 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 there's no you don't need there's nothing you need to other than you know that that's, as a human that's that's your right. That's your God given ability to be able to go do that. Like there's no if or buts. There's no oh well the, the law says I have to stay home. Well no the law the, that doesn't matter. That law is irrelevant um, and and it can be challenged. 
Um, you know, I, I've been seeing a lot of stuff in America lately where uh, the Americans are starting to, to realise that because we don't have a Bill of Rights here in Australia. God, we fucking need them, though. I'm telling you now, we, that needs an overhaul. Um, the citizens of Australia need to have more rights and, and freedoms instead of not having any rights and freedoms as we've been as we've just been pushed to our limits. And those guys who, who are on the same page as me will know and feel the pain um, of, of what we're going through because we don't agree. We don't. And that's and that's our personal choice because we believe in freedom and we believe in the the, the, the rights of, of civil liberties and we believe in the in, in um, being able to make a choice. Uh, as a human being, we have that we have that ability, you know. Again, as a human being, you have the freedom of choice. You, let's take the app for instance. Uh, if you don't want to have the app, you don't you don't have to have it. It's not mandatory. It's not. It, it, it's a choice. Okay, it's a choice. If you don't want to have the app, you don't have to have it. You see, whereas old Skymo, what Skymo is doing now is that he's he's churning the same line as, hey, it's not mandatory, guys. Like you know, you don't have to have the app. But then what he'll say is he'll say, oh well, if if you want your if you want your restrictions eased, or if you want, like I, I saw something today, um, if you want your if you want to be able to go to the pub, you'll get the app. That's blackmail. That is blackmail. Now, now I'm gonna I'm sort of I'm gonna go into sort of a grey area here because people won't like this, but um, and I'm already gonna prepare for it. You're not probably gonna like it. Some people will agree and some people will disagree, but. Nobody likes blackmail. Nobody, nobody, nobody in on their in their right mind likes blackmail and agrees to blackmail. And it's not fair and it's not right. Okay, people shouldn't be blackmailed into having the app if they want the restrictions eased. These business owners that are shut, it's they've shut on their own accord because they're afraid to stand up to their government. They're afraid to stand up to the government, and that's that's the whole problem here. People are scared. There are people that are like that don't agree, and then there are people who don't agree, and then are scared to stand up to their government. And then you've got people who are just following the government's rules and regulations because that's what makes them feel safe. They, they don't question it. They don't question it. They go. They don't go. Ah, oh, well, it must be. You know, it's, it's got to be right because the government's telling me. I mean, I posted something yesterday and I deleted it because it was just. I, I can't post anything without someone getting upset or trying to find something fucking negative to talk about or to, um, what is it? What's that word I'm looking for? Um, you know, uh, disagree. Like, it, the, the last two posts I've deleted were pretty big posts, pretty heavy posts, and there's nothing for people to disagree about. There is nothing to disagree about. There is, there was, and there is... See, the thing is, people don't realise it, but your mainstream services, like your sevens and your and your nines and your MSNBC and your CNNs and all those, right? They're the ones that are telling. They're the ones that are in control of what's going on social media, and they don't want you to hear anything else other than what the narrative is. Is basically is what they're saying. So. What YouTube's doing now, and Facebook is, is they're fact-checking everything. Now, I was reading something about Snopes. Snopes is a fact-checker. Snopes is ran by a married couple in California, um, and it's dodgy as fuck. Dodgy as 
fuck. And um, yeah, if I when I find the article, I'll put it in there. I'll put the link into here. But yeah, I was reading a, an article today about Snopes, and it just, it just, it just fathoms me that people accept that. People accept that. All right, well, you know, that's the fact checker. They must know. Well, they they don't know. These guys are just people who sit at home and get paid to do it. So they're just gonna they're gonna say, oh yep, right, oh, yep, all right, Zucks. Sorry, Zucks, um, that's not right. We'll fact check that and we'll we'll uh, we'll do it right. But the thing is, this guy, this uh, was he German? Pretty sure he's German. Um, Nobel Prize winner um, in science. Now he he's come out and he's and he said that um, you know he's a virologist. He's he's got you know he's in his eighties. He's got you know 50, 60 years of fifty years worth of um, experience. He's won other prizes as well. He's he's got other other accreditations that he's that he's received over his tenure. Um, you know this guy he knows his shit, but because he's not on the mainstream media and he's not on on Sunrise or he's not on. MSNBC, he's not on CNN. It mustn't be true. Do you know what I mean? And then people get on there and 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 sort of they don't they don't they don't look at the facts or they don't look at the the cross check. You know what I mean? So like, oh well, it must be right because you know the New South Wales Health Minister said that it's right. But then you've got the Victorian um, Deputy Health Minister. I'm pretty sure that's what she does. Annalise fucking whatever her name is comes out. And puts fucking COVID nineteen in the and and basically says Captain Cook is he did two hundred and fifty years ago did exactly the same as what COVID's doing now. Well, no, dickhead. Captain Cook came here, stayed for a week. He found Botany Bay, and he went back and he told everyone about it. And um, then they started colonising over here with with the um with the prisoners. You know, with the with convicts and criminals, you know they shipped them out here to get them to, to basically, um, to the newfoundland, and then that's how we we came about. Captain Cook was here for a week. Read his diaries. He was here for a week. He actually tried to talk to the Aboriginals and the Indigenous people, and decimate. The word decimate in that post is ridiculous because de- to decimate something would especially a population, would have to be 2.5 million people, upwards of 2.5 million. Okay, that's decimating, all right? And that's no way, that's that's crazy talk. Captain Cook is a, a national treasure and his his legacy should live on forever. But back to ScoMo. ScoMo is is at this point now where he's, he's telling you it's not mandatory, but at the same time, he's going to tell you if you want the app, if you want to go to the pub and have a beer, you're going to have to have the app. I'm not going to have the app. I don't consent to having the app, and it's not because of the app. I'm afraid of it tracking me. I know that I know Google and I know Facebook and I know every other app that I have on my phone knows where I am and what I'm doing. I mean, the government sends me text messages over the last three weeks telling me to stay home, and stay safe. I'm pretty sure my my privacy has been invaded on more occasions by different apps and different services. That, that it doesn't matter whether I have the app or not. My point of not having the app is the fact of the matter is I could have I could have the app and you could have the app, if you're listening, um, you know, and we could be next to each other in a supermarket and neither of us have been tested, but yet I'm asymptomatic or you're asymptomatic 
and you haven't been tested and I haven't been tested. So how am I going to be alerted to the fact that you're beside me? Now, I've just been next to an asymptomatic person and you're not going to get tested because you haven't got symptoms. So you don't feel like you need to go get tested. So you're not going to go get tested. You know, Why would you want to go get tested? Do you know how the test works? They shove a swab in your mouth and then they swab it around in your gob and then they swab it down one nostril, touch your brain, pull it out and do it on the other side, Bob's your uncle. And if they do it properly, you're supposed to have a headache afterwards, apparently, if they do it properly. Now, that's pretty fucked up, okay? Now, I'm not going to get the app because if the app was to be totally effective, then the app would need 25 million people tested. And those 25 million people would have to be, they would need to be tested three times until September, November. You know why? Because the virus can't survive in sunlight. So currently, Australia is going through, especially in Tasmania, we're going to see less sunlight over the next three to four months. Because we're going in the back end of autumn and winter's coming soon. Okay, so that means there's going to be more rain, it's going to be colder weather, and there's going to be snow. All right, so the virus is either going to thrive in that while we're incubating it in our houses, but the the northern states will probably ease off as what I'm what I'm guessing with the weather because they don't go through as much as what we do as far as that goes. But there is a really strong cold front coming down the east coast, and I felt it last night. It was freezing, but um, these these this app is is not going to be as effective as the government thinks it's going to be because like I said you need to test everybody at least three times over between now and September um, because not everybody's going to be symptomatic um, everybody not everybody's going to um, and I, the lady said right she's oh well you should just go get a, a, a test because if you've got a sniff of the nose or a scratch you're right people people common sense common sense when the season changes, you generally get a sniffly nose and a and a um you, your immune system's kicking in, getting ready to adapt. Your immune system's there for that reason. Your immune system is to help help you fight off stuff, so that when you come into a new season, that you can you can defeat it. And that way, because generally m- most healthy people will go through a few days at the start of a new season where they'll have. Bit of a runny nose, won't be totally runny, but they'll be a little bit stuffy, and they might get a little cough, and then within a few days to a week, it's gone. That's most healthy people, you see. Um, that's normal, and then what what's going on in that process is your immune system's going shit. We need to fight that off. We need to get rid of that, you know, because the season's changing, right? So we've got to adapt. That the human body is an amazing, an amazing machine. It will adapt to its, it'll adapt to what it's got to go through. You do it through dieting. Your body will adapt in dieting. I know that as a as a fitness professional, as a qualified person in this industry, I understand how the body works because I've had to. It adapts. It really does. So, not everyone's going to go and get a test based on the fact they've got a sniffly nose. I have a sniffly nose because I have polyps in my nose. I've had surgery twice to remove them, and both times they've grown back. Does that mean that I've got a cold? No. Does that mean that I've got COVID? No. Does that mean that I've got a sniffly nose from getting the flu? No. 
It doesn't. It means that I have polyps and that I'm well aware of the fact that I have polyps and that I know that I'm, I know, you know, when you're sick, you know it, you feel it. Okay. You feel it. That's why it's imperative that when you are sick, you stay home away from everybody and you eat good food. You eat vegetables, you eat fruit and you drink plenty of water because that helps your immune system. It's not rocket science. This stuff is not that hard to work out. It's really not that hard. So ScoMo, I will not get your app. I will not download your app. I also will not consent to being ostracized from the rest of society because I do not have the app. I will not, and I'll, I will not stand for that crap. I will not, okay? Australians deserve better from you as a leader. Australians deserve better from the Liberal Party as leaders, okay? Each state and territory government leader needs better leadership, okay? Peter Gutwin, I will not download the app, and I will not consent to being ostracized, and I will not accept it. On behalf of other Australians, I am standing up, and I am telling you now, I will not accept the way that we are put through right now, okay? Yes, COVID-19 may be something different, Yes, I get that. Okay, I understand that. But at the end of the day, this is affecting older people, okay, and immune compromised people. Okay, and I've been saying this from the very fucking start. They are the population that should be in isolation slash lockdown. Okay, those people are the ones that should be on uh, restricted movements. Those are the ones that should be having family members and partners and stuff do everything they can to help them get through until the end while the rest of us should have been still fucking working still being able to go to the pub still being able to go play golf if you're in fucking you can't play golf i feel sorry for victoria i really do they are the most unfucking real measures i've ever seen ever that's fuck it that's almost communism over there it's unbelievable um dan andrews needs to be sacked um and that that chick that deputy health officer she needs to stand down from her position because that's what she said on twitter was garbage and i've i've absolutely slaughtered her um i'm 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 just over people thinking this is okay i'm sick and tired of people thinking oh this is okay because this is the government's telling us this is what it is and it's safe it's safe if the government told you it was safe to jump off a fucking bridge and pin drop, would you go and do it without knowing how deep it was, without knowing how high you were jumping from? Would you go do that? But the government tells you it's safe, so would you go do it? That's the question. It's a simple answer. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. There's not a chance you would. And if you did, then you're an idiot. Because at the end of the day, we know the app... The app is no different than going to the shop without it, in my mind, because not every person in Australia is going to be tested. So what we should have done from the start was shut down the borders, stop all flights international, called in the army and said, hey, guys, look, we want to find all the people that we've got overseas. And then what we're going to do is we're going to, we want to put them on a, we want to, you know, we want to fill up our planes, our um, Air Force planes to bring those guys home, bring them home to their their major cities. So 
bring them home to either Melbourne, Sydney, or um, Brisbane uh, if they're on the on the east coast. Um, actually, just bring everyone to one of those major cities. <clears throat> so bring them everyone. So either bring some to Melbourne, some to uh, Brisbane, and some to Sydney. Right? Isolate those motherfuckers. Isolate them. Put them down for thirty days. Thirty days. <laughs> 14 days isn't long enough. 30 days is sufficient, right? So 30 days, get it done, right? While you're doing that, guess what? Everybody else in Australia, right, that's been in an airport in the last 30 days since that happened, guess what? Those guys isolate. Those guys isolate for 30 days. Right, let's shut down our home care facilities to for no visitors for 30 days. And then over the course of time, watch and wait and see what's happening. Measure it. See if these people need uh, longer. See if these people need... And then that's all you need to do. Just shut it down. Shut down. And then the 80% of people that are, that are in the population can carry on as business as usual. They can keep the country running. We can keep our economy strong. And we can keep on keeping on while we look after the 20%. You see, you can't look after the 20% if you've locked up 100% of people. You just can't. That's how outbreaks happen. That's how you can't. Because people get complacent. It's just, that's what I would have done. I would have done it that way. And the people tell me that, they, and they go, oh, well, who would you have done it? And then when you tell them that's how you would have done it, oh, no, it wouldn't have worked. That wouldn't have worked. How do you know? How do you know it wouldn't have worked? We didn't do it. Places like Taiwan were business as usual. Business as usual. They ended up having like a 3%. three Yeah, like uh, something ridiculous. They had low numbers. Low transmissions, uh, they just were living life as normal and adapted to social distancing rules. Um, you know, it, they were the ones that come out. They should be the ones going, they should be on the health, on the World Health Organization board, those guys, because they actually aced it. Anyway, that's my potty for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned. We'll be back more consistently. Um, we'll be doing potties and, and YouTube videos at the same time. So, um, stay tuned and uh, look forward to it.